What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Edge Fitness Podcast, a show where we talk about fitness and lifestyle strategies to help our listeners live a strong, happy, and healthy life. My name is Matt. I am the head coach and director of program design at Edge, and alongside me, I've got the owner of the gym and my co-host, Mike. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can still work out when you get injured. The other day, Mario texted me, and he he sent a picture, and his wrist is in the cast. I think he has some... Well, I think it's to be determined. I think it was with the doctor yesterday, but he texted me about a week or two ago. I was like, this is my current situation. And it's funny because I think when that happens, people expect sympathy from me, but I'm just not that sympathetic of a person unless it's <laughs> truly warranted. So my response was witty as usual. It's like, so what's going on with the other arm and two legs? I'll see you tonight. Right. And that's it's kind of an important thing when it comes to injuries. I think the first most important thing to remember if you get hurt outside of the gym knock on wood, you know, we do a really good job of someone getting hurt in the gym, but if something happens outside of the gym and, and you know it's going to affect your ability in the gym, I think the first thing you should do is tell your coach. Right. And then show up, obviously. And then the second thing you should do is listen to what the hell your coach says <laughs> for you to do. Because if you think about it, there's really only there's really only like two scenarios is you stop working out or you keep working out and if you're a person who has struggled to get on the working out bus and for many of our members that is the case before they meet us is that right we don't it, i would say probably 10 to 20 percent of people would continue working out without us just and this is not just my own feeling it's just based on the last seven years of when you know people come people and go leave. yeah uh, you know just checking on people and just say how the workout's been going hopefully you're doing it on your own it's like oh, i haven't worked out since i've been in the in edge and it's like well that was that was three years ago right uh so that's another reason we try to do our due diligence to keep people involved and active when they do get injured or even just if they get you know lo- lo- uh, loss of motivation or something like that but um yeah i think so i think it's important for people to realize that getting hurt doesn't mean you can't move right it's it's not like you're you're bound to your bed for the next six weeks yeah unless unless you actually are then (laughs) yeah in that case yeah honestly i think getting sick is worse than getting injured when it comes to working out because you probably shouldn't for most sicknesses you probably shouldn't work out and honestly i really don't want you here if you're sick so stay home until you're better yeah but (laughs) it's like a yeah don't spread it to everybody public service announcement this is a this is a three thousand square foot gym it gets cleaned very regularly, and we have a very high standard for cleanliness. However, you'll still probably get everyone sick, and that would suck. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like, what are, uh, like, what are, so obviously I have, like, the broad sweeping generalizations when it comes to injury and just keep working out, but, you know, being on the floor, obviously, te- you know, tenfold more than I am, and, and dealing with a lot of people who are injured, what are some things that, Give me a rundown. So if somebody is injured, what are kind of the steps that we take to make sure that we can kind of keep them uh, on the mission, on the path to being in the gym? So first things would be like assessing what they can't do, mm-hmm. like finding out what causes pain, what like the next day irritates stuff, like just stuff where it's like maybe the movement feels okay while you're doing it, but the next day it's like, oh, you know what? It hurts more today. Maybe something I did. I'll flare it up. And then from there, it's figuring out what you can do because like you said Mario hurt his wrist he's still got another arm he can use two legs he can do core stuff like there's a lot of things that can be done when it's not like a crazy serious injury yeah and and I think it's important just kind of spin off that I think it's important to remember that your goal was never when you came in for most people 
was never to use two arms and get them symmetrically as perfectly strong as possible. Right. So if you lose that arm for a little bit, your goal is to just work out and get healthier, be stronger, maybe lose some weight, just kind of stay into the habit of like being physically active and, and kind of obtaining all of the benefits. There's no rule that says that if you can't do something on your foot because you have a foot injury, right. that you're not going to get all of those benefits. It's yeah. our job to, to really, it's really our job to determine that if you can physically get to the gym, there's a lot of things that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of like you said, like the habit for a lot of people, the habit is the goal. Mm-hmm. It's just to, to do this regularly because it's good for you. So if you, if you hurt your, if you hurt your foot and you decide, well, I shouldn't work out. It's like, there's a lot of other stuff you can do. Like when Kyle broke his heel, we talked about him in another episode. He was our outworker of the month. He didn't miss any days, and he was in a boot for, I think, six weeks. Yeah. We just modified stuff that put pressure on his heel. We were still able to do a few different lower body things that didn't irritate it. And then things that did irritate it, we either switched it up, did more core work, or did upper body stuff. Because he's a dude, and what dude doesn't want to do extra curls? Right. Like, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And and that's kind of the thing. when you When you look and really start to break down... Kind of like you said, like for most people, the habit is what is what people are after, and really, it's not. If the, if people are paying us to do a job, it, which everyone that comes here is, it's not their job to determine what they can and can't do, other than to give us feedback about what is comfortable, uncomfortable, painful, not painful. Right. So if you think you know, so if you think about it, and they pay us to come to two sessions a week or three sessions a week, it's our job to make sure that they come to two or three sessions a week, regardless of what what kind of variables they throw out. Sure, is it awesome when no one's injured and everyone's perfect and yeah. everyone can do the templated workout and we have a perfectly great group where there's no variations and no issues? Yeah, it's also really boring. So it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as much fun. Like I'm not saying that people's injuries are fun, but like, but our job, all of our jobs as, as coaches and as, as trainers, as personal trainers, as group fitness coaches, is to make sure that no matter what, when you come in and you have an expectation to get a service, that we're not only meeting spec on that, but also exceeding it. And sometimes exceeding it is kind of the, the curveball of the variables that people throw. Um, is it and Andy came in, right? Andy came in on Monday and he was, he yep. had a training. What, what, tell me more about this. I don't really know what exactly happened, but I know he had a knee issue or something. Yeah, Monday morning he was at work. He, uh, he works at the Y and he was doing something at the edge of the pool, slipped and fell. And the, uh, forget what it was that he was carrying um like crashed into his knee as he fell on the floor so it was like his leg hit the floor and then the thing hit his leg which was against the floor so it didn't have any room to move so it was a lot of force against his knee and his ankle was bugging him and monday was a lower body day so we scrapped like three of the moves that right away it was like oh that's pretty knee dominant let's let's not do that there were one or two that it was like these might feel okay let's see how they feel they felt fine we did them and then the things that didn't i just gave them different stuff to do and I think a lot of times people will think, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to make them do that, whether it's me or Jordan or Marissa, whoever's coaching a session, but I enjoy doing that. That's fun to, to modify something even more like Joe on Tuesday wasn't going to come in cause his hip was bothering him. So I just wrote him a completely separate thing to do. I didn't even modify what was on the board. I was just like, all right, we're going to do something completely different. The next day he said he felt awesome. It's like, that's no burden on one of us to do that. Like that's, that's enjoyable to be like okay, that's not going to work. Let's do something that's going to make you feel better. Yeah, that's, and that's, I mean, that's exactly it. And I think it is, and so, so some of that probably does fall on us to kind of continue, you know, talks like this and to continue that conversation with someone, hopefully before 
hopefully they don't get injured, but if they do before, we want this message to be well received and well heard before they get injured, before there's an issue. So that way people understand that when it does happen or if it does happen that they're not burdening us they're not slowing down the session they're not changing it it's our job right you know, I, like it, you know so yes it's enjoyable and that's and that's i agree it is it's way more fun to have to program and like the art and like where the art and the science of of coaching and programming kind of meet and to completely readjust something to make to make it work for someone who comes in with a, a curveball variable but it's also our job, and the other thing too is that it's not a burden. Not only is it not a burden, uh, not a burden, bourbon. Did you say bourbon? Yeah, bourbon Sorry. on the mind. I believe that's a Freudian slip. Huh. Yes, probably. <laughs> uh, so, but not even that it's not a burden, but it's also it's literally what people pay us for. They just don't. Right. They just don't need to utilize that portion of it all the time. Sure. And exactly. that's and that's kind of the that's kind of the the biggest. If if someone takes away nothing else, is still come in, still talk with your coach have the more feedback the better and then realize that not only is it not a burden but it, it is literally part of the services that we provide i almost sometimes think like oh we should just have everyone do personal training if they get injured because it would literally it would literally set them aside and say hey you're injured we shouldn't be doing the group but that's right. not the model that we really want to follow not right now the model that we prefer to follow but if you find yourself in that in that situation just be okay with being the person who's we're not going to have you stand out and do nothing that's another thing too. I think I think sometimes people are afraid, like, oh, I can't do that move. So they either a don't want to burden us, like you said, or b right. they, they're afraid that they're going to be singled out by doing nothing. Right. And it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? And it's like, well, <clears throat> I hurt my wrist, or I hurt my ankle, or I hurt my toe, or my foot, or my my back. And then there's going to be like this awkward, and that that never happens, you know. It's it's really just about you hire like people hired us to do something. We are going to go through every length and measure we can to make sure that we're able to kind of provide that service for people and to keep them in that habit. Like you said, cause sometimes the habit is the goal for mo I would say for most of our members, the habit is the goal yeah. and an injury like that can take you right out of it. And when it doesn't have to. Exactly. Cause all of a sudden six weeks later, it's feeling better. It's going to be a lot harder to get back into it when you haven't done it for, right. for six weeks. Eventually that turns into six months. All of a sudden it's like, when's the last time I worked out? Yeah, and that's um, just not good for you. Yeah, we don't want that to happen to anybody. So if they get injured, they should get their ass in here. Yeah, let us know and we'll modify. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Edge Fitness Podcast, where we talk about how to continue working out while you're injured. Be sure to be thinking about who you want to join your team, both from the gym and outside the gym as we enter January and build the teams for the Million Pound Challenge.